Hello, I'm Rochelle Humes and welcome to the My Little Coco podcast. Every child is completely different and what they want and need is never the same. As parents trying to work sort out the house, do the best job we can in bringing up our children, I know too well just how overwhelming that can be. In this podcast, I'm going to be speaking to my guests about their parenting journeys, what they've learned along the way and what they still need to figure out. We'll be talking about the challenges we now face as parents in the digital age, whether our upbringings have impacted our parenting styles and how to balance your career with parenthood. Before I introduce my guest, I just want to say a huge thank you to Boots Parenting Club for sponsoring this series. As most of you know, My Little Coco is stocked exclusively at Boots and as a little treat for everyone, they're offering 15% off of My Little Coco products online, excluding the 26th to the 29th of November. You just need to use the code MYLITTLECOCO15 at checkout. Right, let's start the show. I am so excited about today's guests. They are my first guests on the My Little Coco podcast. Husband and wife, Peter Crouch and Abby Clancy. Peter was born in Macclesfield. He hosts an incredibly successful podcast. He's written two books, but he's probably best known, I mean, of course, for being a former England striker. He's now a father of four and married to my girl, the gorgeous Abby Clancy. Of course, an incredible model and winner of Strictly Come Dancing 2013. Now, having three kids myself, I struggle to put every day together, (laughs) to be completely honest. And I thought my house was chaotic, trying to juggle it, you know, Marv and I working. It can be a real challenge. So I'm really keen to speak to them both to find out how they manage a six-person household. When you put it like that, it does sound busy, doesn't it? So here are the wonderful Peter Crouch and Abby Clancy on the My Little Coco podcast. So hi guys. Hey. This is this is really nice. <laughs> nice but really stressful. Nice. God. No. And, you would think, you know, Pete being a a podfather, as what I call him. You'd think it'd be easy for us to get on this podcast, Rosh. I but... know. Well, this is this is what happens when it's all remote. I have to say, I can't <sighs> even take the mickey out of you too much, Pete, because it takes me forever to do it, which is why I'm sat in a studio. You are, however, the king of podcasts, so it shocked me a bit. <laughs> and I've really gone off you, actually, Pete. What? You don't impress me anymore. Well, why don't you try to? <laughs> well, what we should say is, Q, is that romance isn't dead because you're currently both sharing headphones. Mm. We are. So that's nice. We're going old school. You remember we used to do this on the bus on the way to school? We used to, we used to or me and Abba going old school. That's it. I like it. I like it. Right. So this, obviously, Pete, you're used to podcasts. This is going to be a bit different today because this is all about you guys together as parents. So I want to take it way back to before you were parents, in fact, and talk a little bit about your childhoods. Were they similar? You know, how did they differ? And how did that look for you? Abby, we'll start with you. God, I... I, I loved my childhood. I don't really remember ever being unhappy. I'm one of four. I'm the eldest. I've got a brother who's 18 months younger than me, Sean. 
John, who you know, he's 10 mm-hmm. years younger, and then my sister Elle, yeah. who's 12 years younger than me. So I, I had a busy, happy childhood. Yeah. Being the eldest, did that sort of involve lots of... Do you reckon that's where you get your maternal instinct from? Being the eldest and almost mother and the rest of them? Oh, God, yeah, because I remember when my mum and dad split up, my mum was my mum went out and got a degree, she was working, so I kind of wow. took the reins as the mummy figure and I used to take John and Ellie on the bus to school when they were babies mm-hmm. and it kind of felt like they were my kids in a way. So, because... Um, I was always looking after babies and helping my mum in the house and cleaning up. And, you know, Sophia doesn't even know what a cloth is. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) The baby would be like screaming on the floor next to her. She wouldn't even bat an eyelid. No, she wouldn't notice. She's just like Princess Sophia. But I've definitely, I think that's definitely where my maternal instinct comes from, just being, you know. And I suppose also your maternal instinct, but also I guess your drive must have really come from your mum. You know, as you say, her and your dad splitting up and then her going off and getting a degree. That's like, that's boss stuff. When you've got a family, that's amazing. It definitely is. And I think when you're a little girl and you think, oh, my mum's going to uni and my mum's going out every day to work and she would be gone before we went to school and home after we got home from school, it was kind of just normal and you didn't really bat an eyelid. Mm. And I think once you get your own children and I know yourself, you're a busy working mom. I try and work as much as I can. You, you get the mum guilt. Oh, And so, yeah. you know, my mum must have felt terrible all that time, like having to go to work. But, you know, she had to, she had to provide for us. And it's it sounds like a sob story, but it isn't. Like we had, a, no, we didn't want for anything. I had a happy life. But I think, you know, my mum, looking back, was totally inspirational to me and kind of created my drive to try and be successful and a good role model for my kids. Absolutely. Well, she did that very, very well. And how about you, Pete? How did your childhood look? Um, well, it's different to Ab, you know, because it's only me and my sister. So obviously Ab's, you know, was a really busy house. I had a sister who's six years younger. But when you talk about parenting, like, I, it was, we never clashed ever. I always felt like I was always the big brother that would always look after my sister. Oh. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd never battled or we never argued. I'd just always just try and look out for her, do you know what I mean? Mm. So, mm. Um, and I think that's probably, you know, how I am now with, with my kids. It's just got, I, I sort of got used to it with, whereas Ab was used to it, looking after her little brother and sister, I was the same looking after my my little sister, really. So I, I did get a good uh, understanding of what it was like to be a parent, really, because yeah. she was quite quite a bit younger than me. So, yeah, it was that, that stood me in good stead, really. But when with Ab, definitely, like, that, her looking after John and Ellie, the babies, mm. she was... I mean, when we, how old were you? When 25, when we had... That's young, isn't it? When we had our first baby. And, yeah, you, I, and, and we were actually trying for a couple... ready for it, like, straight we, we away. We were trying for a couple of years which as well, which ridiculous. was just... When I look back, I'm thinking, what I know, on it's earth? crazy, because... Was I thinking... I was pregnant with Alaya when I was 23, and I look back now oh and I God. think of my younger sisters. <laughs> I think I that, you know, they're... I, some of them are older than I was then, mm. and I can't even imagine... That you know that I was their age when I when I had when I became a mum. When I think about it, but I was so ready. But when I think yeah, about it, it's it's quite wild. Now I have been lucky enough to you know know you guys over the years, and we have been on holidays together, and I've seen how brilliant and hands on you both are as parents, and almost how like there's like calmness in the chaos if that makes any sense like there yeah. is we, we sit around the pool and between 
us, our two families, there are no beds. There are no beds left <laughs> for anybody else around the pool. And we have seen that. We've seen people try and reserve those towels the next day because the Humes and the Crouches are in town. <laughs> they know. And the what thing time is, is. We, know, we, we know we can get the beds because we're all up at like six a.m. with the kids. We can get down there quick. There's no one beating us to it because our kids don't no. sleep. That's the way it is. Exactly. I I've seen you, parent, and you're so credit to you. Your kids are gorgeous, so well behaved, and you're both so brilliant how do you think your parenting styles differ because there's always there has to be the good cop and the bad cop it just happens it comes with the territory as annoying as it is it is it's the way it is so how, how do your styles differ do you think i'm definitely bad cop always <laughs> And Pete drives me insane. You know, I try and enforce some, like, discipline and structure in the house. And obviously when Pete's working a lot, I I need that. I need them to listen to me. Yeah, of course. And do what they're told. And then Pete will just come in and be like, oh, don't worry, kids. There's some some sweets or something. (laughs) Just, like, completely undermine my discipline. But I I think, you know, because when Pete's working a lot, when he comes home, he doesn't want to be, like, shouting at the kids or telling them off. He wants to just enjoy them and play with them. Yeah and have good times which is what we all want to do we all do want to yeah. do that but... I know but no, it's but no. hard like when you've got four yeah and you're on your own like thank god my mum helps me but trying to like you know they're all p- get picked up from different times from school they've got after school clubs it's dinner time homework bath bed it's so hard and Pete's um, just so he's uh, he's so uh, relaxed. Well, you are laid back, Pete, aren't you? You're like you're laid back as a guy. Like I totally get that from you. Do you find it hard to be strict? Do you think, oh, but they're my baby? Does it does it sort of yeah? Does it not sit right with you? Like one hundred percent. But like let's let's be honest. Like Ab is running the day to day. You know, our house wouldn't work if, if Ab wasn't here because <laughs> it was only me. It'd be chaos. <laughs> um, so we do need some structure, which Ab provides. And also, like, you know, she does obviously tell them what to do, and I'm probably a bit more lenient. But when I do tell them off... They listen. They listen, you know, right. because they go, oh, right, hold on a minute, uh, you really yes. are in trouble, you know, like... Which is a good thing to have up your sleeve, because if it, <laughs> sometimes I need to step in, or Ab will say, I'll tell your dad, and they don't like it if I'm angry, because I'm very rarely angry, whereas... Yeah. Are you trying to say I'm always angry? What I'm saying is, if you, you know, if you tell them off quite a lot, then they, they, they have the ability not to listen. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I totally get that. And we sort of have that set up, I have to say, a little bit at home. Like, I'm the one that will do that. Well, no, you can't do that. You can't have your iPad here. And you can, And I'm the one that's pro- was definitely more vocal with it. That's for sure. But then equally, particularly Alaya, our oldest, who's eight now. She's she, gorgeous. She, oh, bless her. She... She would really, I think, be devastated to upset her dad. So I think when he steps in and he, you know, has to tell them off, I think they know that they've pushed it too far and they know that it's it's almost easier to upset mummy <laughs> than <laughs> yeah. it is daddy. I think, and I and I hate that that's true, but that is the dynamic, and that is that is sometimes how it works. Bizarrely, the three little ones in our house are a lot easier than Sophia on her own, aren't they? Mm. Like yeah. there's no, I think because they're all similar and similar in age, they all uh, like the same yes. things. They watch the same TV show. They like the same toys. It's easier to keep th- them happy. Like it's it's always Sophia who's um. Well, she just want to hang. Throwing a spanner in. She doesn't want to hang around with the babies anymore. Yeah, yeah. Neither do I at times. She's yeah. 
<laughs> She's a big girl now. That's just That's it. it. So she, as we were saying, she is 10. And mm. Pete, when she was born, you were still playing football full time. How was that for you? Because that's a high-pressure job. You've got a real quite strict routine of your own, welcoming a newborn. How did it feel at that time? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to manage, really. And thank God we, you know, Ab was in, you know, very, very good. Uh, and, and we had, you know, family around us because I think without your mum and stuff, it'd be very difficult because let's be honest, if I, I was away, I'm away a lot, um, mm. you know, weekends and, and also... It sounds like a, a blag, but I need to sleep. Blessed. You know, yeah. you need. You need yeah. If you're on a Friday night, I can't be doing night feeds if I've got a game in the, the next day. So I had to. I had to sleep in a different room on a on a Friday. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd certainly make up for it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> but but, but I, understandably, know, I, yeah, it's intense your job. So you're gonna yeah. need your sleep. You're gonna. You know, you're an athlete. Yeah. Even when I had the baby, like an hour later, I had to leave to go to training. Goodness me! So, so wait. So you, so you have. So this is Sophia, is it? Yeah, because yeah. we had Sophia at eight pm. Right. Yeah. The next, I had to just go straight next, to training. So he morning. stayed. We stayed overnight in the hospital, and the next morning he was just straight to train and picked me up after training, and we went home. Oh yeah. my goodness me! So that and that must be so odd for both of you because that's not like most parents have some sort of a paternity leave. There's like a two week window. I think is that. That, that dads now get that's hard for both of you because we all adore that baby bubble and you don't want it to pop and you're just in this sort of time that feels quite slow motion doesn't it like what what was that like for you the, to be honest it's a bit of both because that was our norm so yeah that was our first baby and that was normal for us and I think I was just so happy and thank god I had my mum staying with me it felt okay the other two kids we planned slightly better and they were born in June. Well, mm. Liberty was June, so I had him off. The season was finished then, so he was there the whole time for Liberty, so that was great. It was it was nice to, to have that balance, really. Like, obviously, when, when I was playing um, football with Sophia, the first one, obviously, like, I had to go training, I had to play matches, and I missed a lot of, like you say, that baby bubble and being involved in the baby stuff. Yeah. So, obviously, I feel very fortunate that I was able to to do that you know because a lot of the lads they have all their babies you know when they're, when they're playing and they sort of miss they miss all that early stage um, but thankfully I, I'd retired by the time um, by the time Jack was born and um, Johnny and Johnny yeah so <laughs> the next the next lot yeah. so then you were so then you were hands on and and then it was time for the night feeds to kick in <laughs> Yeah, I said, there were times, don't get me wrong, there were times where I wish I was still playing, 100%. Um, especially, but, but it's also nice, it's nice to, I think it's like, you've got a sample, that's what life's about, isn't it, let's be honest. And, um, yeah. and I think it was nice for me to be, to be really involved because, you know, I, I do feel like when they were a bit older, I would, have, I would have missed out if that had been the case, like a lot of footballers where they just, you know, a lot of, a lot of them, I know some of the lads have missed the birth of all their children. Yeah, that's you know, scary. That's scary thinking, oh my God, is he going to be there for the birth? You know, he could like be if away. you're playing away in Europe or something. Then. Of course. With the night feeds, I actually didn't mind it too much. That's yes, because you slept through them. Oh, shut up. <laughs> As if. Are you joking? Let's oh, be honest, babe, I did most of great, them. It's great when you have those... Um, when you have those moments where, and it's happened in our house, and actually equally on both sides, where one of you goes, do you know what? 
one of you must have been getting that real good sleep and it's happened yeah. to me it's also happened yeah. to Marv and then and then you wake up and, and say for example I said wow Blake had such a good night last night I feel so good and Marv's like <sighs> No, he didn't. I just didn't want to wake you up because you were, you know, you were passed out. And likewise, but sometimes oh. you just have to play catch up, don't you? Oh, Ross, you must have that one with, with Marv where you, you have the standoff, where you're both lying in bed, you both know you're awake, and the baby's crying in the other room, and it's like They're how, not in the other room, how, it's still in our no, room. No, I'm talking about like later when they're like three months or whatever, and then the other room. Are you joking? Well, They've never been out of our anyway, Johnny and Jack are still in our room, Ross, now. Wherever wow. they are. Wait, and how old yeah. are they now? Johnny's three and Jack's two. I've never had a baby out of my room. Wow. Before it was one. That's I don't yeah, know what that... you're talking about. And what I'm saying is, when you're both lying there, you both know you're awake. Yes. And, and you, it's who breaks first and <laughs> yeah. gets up. And a lot of the time, that's me. That, that most definitely <laughs> is a real thing, player. isn't it? When you lay there and you think... And you, you both know you're awake. You're both just seeing who's, <laughs> yeah. who's, who's going there first. And it's sort of like, and then I get to the point where I just can't take it anymore. And I'm like, okay, it's that dummy run for me. The yeah. dummy run in the night. Oh. And you think, oh. okay, here we go. And I just, really need my sleep as well. I, I do not function well with no sleep. Well, that's the thing. A lot changes. Like I used to be, and um, you know, you, you might well have been the same. I've never been a morning person. Like it's something that... I'd either force myself to do for work. It'd be fun if you were going on holiday. That was the only time I'd <laughs> yeah. like to get up early because it was like an airport <laughs> thing and you were going somewhere fun. And then when you have kids and you just, you're not a morning person. I'm still not, that's not in me, but you have to function. And that's the way it is. I, I don't mind getting up early if you have a full night's sleep. But la last night, for example, how many times did Johnny wake up? I did like three like times. Three like, nights, like, wait, I can't find my dummy. Yeah. I want a bottle. Like, oh, I'm hot. I know we probably shouldn't have a bottle, but we're just going with it. Yeah. It works for us. Pick your battles, Ab. Pick your battles. Yeah. Like, come on. He's, if it's if it's 3am and he's noisy, he's having that bottle. He's going, he'll have exactly. a roast dinner if he wants to at that time. Yeah. <laughs> so... You do obviously have a big family, which is so lovely and so beautiful to see. I'm thinking it doesn't just happen. Like when I see you out at places and everyone's dressed and it, you know, and it looks like it's all plain sailing, it doesn't. It doesn't just happen. There has to be some sort of like planning that goes into that. Oh, How does it look like every day getting everyone out of the house? And you're, <laughs> Pete's laughing. Yeah, because I, I, this is this is this is probably this is the only right? thing we argue about. <laughs> Is the planning piece? Trying to set us off here, I trying to trying to get us arguing. No, 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 because I know how close you are. You're sharing headphones. I don't, I don't want this. Yeah. I don't want this to go wrong. I have to plan. It just makes my mind calm. It makes me feel happy. You know, if we're going on holiday, I'm packing for about three months before we go. Rush. Literally. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the planning. Ab's favourite word is planning she absolutely adores <laughs> and it and I still manage to get everything wrong like for school I've wrote Don't. I've wrote the girls all sure. all schedules with each day of the week what they need for school what uniform they're wearing pee kit or they need the ballet swim stuff I still get it wrong I, uh, I just can't understand I just won't no, go into I, my brain I have to say like I, I don't know how how she does it I really don't I'll have to commend you for this because how you Aww. pack she no because she packed all the kids bags right mm -hmm. for on holiday my bag so Pete! my bag <laughs> her own yeah. bag 
honestly, uh, like the organisation, passports, everything, like milks, cars, nothing. milks, the whole thing is is ab. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes a big section of your brain, doesn't it? It really does. It like does. It's, because it. when you do have, I think, and I think that's something that you really learn quite quickly when, if you've got one child or as soon as you become a parent, it's, if you're going away for one night or you're going away for a hundred nights, oh, you need, the, you same need the same amount of stuff. So that was <laughs> yeah. the concept I could never quite grasp. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter because people go, oh, we'll just go for the weekend. I'm like, I might as well be away for two weeks because you have to take the kitchen sink. You, you really do. You really do. And I remember me and Pete having a, like, a fight on, in, in the airport once because I packed the baby bag and he, he took stuff out of the baby bag. Including the baby's milk, and then we had a four-hour delay at the airport, and the baby like ran out of milk, so Pete had to leave the airport and go find oh big Aptamil somewhere, and then come back. Is that, that is the worst thing. I don't. I, I, don't, like, I don't. Stay away from the bag. It, yeah, exactly that. And I don't. I don't know if you remember, but when we were last actually away together. Oh yeah. Do you remember Marvin had left the suitcase at home? And I think by the time I'd seen you guys, I was just about talking to him. That's so funny. (laughs) It was yeah, that was a painful experience, including everything. And it was it was do you know when you have the last case, which is the one that you haven't done weeks before? And that's the one because you need all that stuff to the the essentials. And it was the essentials one that he left. So yeah, it kind of Poor Blake, the first night that we got there, he was like sleeping in his buggy and not the travel. It was all just a little (laughs) bit dramatic, but we move. Do you think, like in terms of raising a big family, do you think that the biggest challenge is the planning? What would you say the biggest challenge is? My biggest challenge, which I've, I've noticed more as they're getting older, to be honest, is giving each child the same amount of attention, the attention that they deserve and need. You know, it's it's really hard because, as we said earlier with Sophia, she wants to do different things in the babies. Like, it's easy to take the three little ones to the farm or the soft play and they're all mm. happy. But I think, you know, at homework time, you know, I feel really bad. Like, I can't sit with Sophia and do it all or sit with Liberty and... Because we're yeah. just kind of so stretched. It's We work as, like, a tag mm. team, especially at night time, don't we, Pete? Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll do dinner, I'll clean the kitchen, Pete will put the kids in the bath, then I'll meet them upstairs after bath and dress them then yeah. we'll put two of them to bed and then the girls will stay with us for a little bit like so it's it's mm. it's a and that come that does come into the planning as well there's a lot of planning and well you you do have to run a tight ship don't you and i think you do without even realizing like it comes seven o'clock and you know it's it's wind down time and that is how it's happening but i, I totally understand that when you have any more children than one or two it is that struggling for that one-on-one attention that you want to give yeah. them but sometimes it isn't possible is it no yeah that's the, the, the most important thing is setting aside time for like like you say that the, the, the three sort of younger ones all want to do the same thing but you've got to make sure and and it's easy to take Sophia along and you know let her tag along but I think it's important that we do things with her on her own if you know what I mean like th- ad- more adult things or more older kids things which we try our best to do but it can I took be her hard. to see a heavy metal band the other night yeah did that really good <laughs> really good did she love it she loved it she had a big um a big clumpy boots on which she loves she's going quite emo now Sophia okay right which I, I love she's always had like a, her own style like really different like Liberty's as you know it's just like girly princess yeah 
but Sophia's like more rock chick. So I took her to see Bring Me the Horizon. It was like oh, amazing! <laughs> oh, great. good girl! Yeah. I love we went that. To the cinema as well recently. Yeah, we took we, it, we took her to that. see James Bond. We we had to, we had a night out at the theater. We went to see Frozen for Johnny nice. <laughs> in the theater. Nice, nice. <laughs> so it, it's just making that um, the little bit of time. Of now, she really enjoys being on her own with us. Yeah. She feels like a bit more like an adult. I know she's only 10, but she's 10 of going course. on like 18. But she's a lot older, you know, she's not an adult, but she's older than her mm. siblings. So she kind yeah. of will yeah. appreciate that one on one time for sure. I totally, totally get that. You say about the problems about having, having a large family. One of the things, I used to have a nice car. I used to have a lovely car. And now um, I've got like a bus <laughs> and I look like an Uber driver. And um, I. <laughs> That's 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 annoying. That's the yeah. That's a challenge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a bus. I'd call it a bin on wheels. It's basically, <laughs> a bin on wheels. You know, kids clean it. Go to the school. Oh, there's no point. It's trashed. There's and then no we come point. home, and if I give them a snack in the car, trash. And it's the car seats. How gross oh. do car seats get when oh, everything's God. just in the sides? Oh, it's just it's grim, isn't it? You can't. And I've got I've got OCD, so I just can't deal with that. But. It's all of my all my kids are the same. I literally dress them. That that's another like your kids always look so perfect, Rosh. Do they like, though? Do yeah, they? With the ribbons in the hair, all matching stuff. Like Liberty <laughs> took her out the, the other day, got a lovely outfit, put it on a turn round. She's got a school headband on and <laughs> school socks and school shoes with the outfit. I'm like, you can't wear your school shoes. That's Valley to, to a T. You know, Alaya quite likes to say, but Valley, you'll turn round and she's like got half a Spider-Man suit on and also <laughs> some princess heels that she's found. So, you know, it, 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 all, it all changes. And I'm seeing that with Blake. And mine are always filthy, aren't they? Like, just turn around, dress them nicely, turn around one second, they're covered in food. <laughs> just drives me mad. I think you have to just be at peace with the fact that when you do become parents, your stuff just doesn't say nice anymore, does no, it? It really, it really, really doesn't. doesn't. So a question that I get asked a lot, actually, and I will always say that we just wing it, but it's always good to get tips from other people. How do you guys keep your relationship so solid and so tight whilst, A, both being career people, B, you've got a big family, how do you make that time for Abby and Pete to do things that Abby and Pete enjoyed to do before you were mum and dad. That's that's a, that's a conscious effort to do that as well. Yeah. I feel like it goes around. I think the biggest theme of the day is planning. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest, because no, because you know what? It's quite easy coasting through life and going, you know, doing our own thing, going to work. Doing, doing the kids and then when I come home from work it's like you have the kids I'm going to chill out yeah. for a bit and yeah, we, being we so punish set- each other with the kids when yeah. one of us comes home from work <laughs> and, it's your turn and being so like, being so separate you know like and I think you know you, you have to make time for yourself like we mm. did it recently or we went away on our own for the weekend managed to get some help in and went away and it's amazing isn't it? you just oh my go, god oh, it's just it's amazing actually you're, you're alright you know? <laughs> Actually, I remember you. I like you. You're, 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 you're that person that was really cool those years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, all right, actually. And, and you know, it. like having time to like get ready. Yeah. To get to get dressed properly, and because it's it's our house is ridiculous. Like it's fun and it's full of love and happiness. 
but it's absolutely bonkers. <laughs> like people come in and are just literally mind blown. Yeah, see, see some people's With faces the like where's the dogs barking? Oh yeah. You know, running out the gate. The kids are doing what? It's, it's absolute carnage. <laughs> but then when we go away, uh, we went away for the weekend. Miss them straight away. So we miss the chaos. Yeah, it was so and quiet. Feel, and feel guilty about it. But yeah. obviously, the biggest thing for us is like knowing now because we've been together fifteen years and. You know, we've had the kids for for, for ten of those. Um, is is knowing not to feel guilty and know it, it's important for them that mummy mm. and daddy love each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's yeah. for them as well. You're so right. And that is so nice to hear because you are so right. Because we all do that. We go, oh, we'd like a little night away somewhere. And then we go, oh, is that, oh, I should just be at home with the kids. But it's so important. So, you know, and if you are fortunate enough to be raising kids, in a happy marriage or partnership and if that is something that you're blessed enough to have then it is protecting that isn't it it's making sure that that foundation that foundation stays stays solid yeah absolutely and another thing we do now we try because I know we're kind of painting a bad picture of our family here but they're so good they're all so good the kids like but four three under five is a lot yeah, they're, they're, they're like they're, as, they're, they're so good. So good. Like, they're really, really good. There's just too many Sorry, of them. Three under six. <laughs> I know. Do you know what? It's I so relate because my mum came into my house the other day and she'd come over and I was like, "Come up for Sunday lunch." And, and at one point, she and my they're my mum's grandchildren, her only grandchildren. She adores them. But she like she was like, "I'm gonna." Yeah. She came up and then she I said, "Right, you, should we go and sit next door, put some telly on?" She was like. Do you know what? I'm going to go home, babe. She was like, it, it, it sounds like a school canteen in here. I was like... I know, I know. I know. And I that. totally... I'm like, it, you know, and there's just that constant just noise. It's like yeah, almost white noise almost. It blurs into mm. one. You don't, you don't just even sound. Hear it. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. And our, our, our coping mechanism, like... When there is like chaos, we just we just look at each other and laugh, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we, we've we've learned. You know, we used to sort of like get angry with each other or get a bit, you know, nervy, whatever. It, but now we just look at each other and go like, "We what have we done?" <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. That's that's what I'm, that is what I'm taking from this. Uh, yeah. when, when it's all a bit stressful, just we laugh. just gotta Honestly. look at each other and laugh your way out of it. Pete, what would you say the biggest thing you've learned about yourself is since you've become a parent? Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to, like, big myself up. But I've learned I'm a pretty good dad, I think. Yeah. You You're know, the I, I, was ner- I was nervous. Because like, with Ab, she was just brilliant with babies, so everyone knew she'd be a great yeah. mum, you know, like... But me, I didn't, you know, other than my sister, I didn't handle babies. And it wasn't something like, I was so focused on my football and what I was doing personally that I never thought about having kids really, but it was something that Ab really wanted. And then, you know, you don't know how you're going to be, do you? So, and then when we had them, I just like absolutely loved it. And like, I love, (laughs) yeah, yeah. No, I just loved it. I love it. I love, I love coming home to them and them being excited. I love doing nice things with them. Like, it doesn't matter if we have a night out or whatever. When my little baby looks at me, like in the next day, you're just up. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, I do absolutely love it. And um, yeah, that's the that's the that's the one thing because I don't don't think you ever know how how you're going to be. Do you? I knew how Ab was going to be because she's just used to it. But for me, I just was like. 
you know, am I going to, you know, do I want one really? I was umming and ahhing. Exactly, not knowing how that looks. And I think, yeah. like you say, when you've been so career focused and and almost selfish, and that's not in a negative way, that's just, that's just be, the yeah, truth because that's how it is, right? When you, well, I think we're all selfish to a degree until we live our life for other people, right? So I think, yeah, that's nice. I like that. And you could just see how much they adore you, by the way, as well. Mm. That's just, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> mad, yeah. Pete loves to play with them. Like, he loves playing games and, you know, <clears throat> like, on holidays, constantly in the pool. He's on the beach. He's playing football. Like, he's... Because I think he's a bit of a big kid himself. <laughs> he loves all that side. <laughs> he's hands-on. That's what we like to see. Abby, what would you say you're still figuring out? Because... Being a parent is a roller coaster ride, and I think for me, talking on behalf of myself, one day you feel like you've got everything sussed, yeah. and then there might be a new curveball chucked at mm. you. So, what would you say you're still figuring out about parenting? To be honest, do do you ever figure it out completely? I I feel like you know, <laughs> all I'm I'm doing is my best. I love it, but I think for me, what I do struggle with is I worry about everything and I beat myself up when things aren't perfect and things aren't done right. And then it kind of gets me into a bit of a spiral of not achieving anything then because you're so worried about what you're doing wrong. You're not doing anything, would you say? Mm. I just hope that the kids grow up just to be happy, healthy and, you know, well-mannered and they are so far. They really are. Um, they really are. But yeah, I, I think I'm just like everyone. I'm, I'm, we're always late for school. I always forget <laughs> to put something in the bag. Yeah, um, I'm here. I'm here with you, sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, 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 the homework's always a day late, you know, and it's, um, I think to unlock us, we look like a bit of a shambles, but we're, we're happy. Well, we're all just winging it. We're all sort of muddling our way through, but doing it from a place of love. And we love yeah. and adore our kids and we might, I forgot it's non-uniform day one day and have to turn the car back around and <laughs> find a costume that. from somewhere. But <laughs> we mean the best. And I think that's all we can mm. hope for, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So we're going to do a little bit now that we call My Little Questions. And these little questions there's three of them and they come from a layer so i (laughs) i'm gonna play these for you this is the this is solely from her by the way this is nothing from me so apologies (laughs) hi pete i know that you used to play football for a long time i want to know what team do you support Oh, there you go. What, what team do you support, Pete? Do you know? Do you know what? This is this is a tough one because you know, like when you're a fan, you're a fan. That's your club forever. Yeah. Right. But then you play for so many different teams, and you go back to the team that you supported and get dogs abused. You know, <laughs> like from the fans that you were once. You know. It's yeah. So like when you become a player, it's like. 
I'll be honest with you, I was a Chelsea fan as a kid. I was a ball boy there. Wow. I was, um, I'm, Pe- I'm Peter after Peter Osgood, who was, you know, footballer in the 70s. Oh, wow. um, my dad was a big Chelsea fan. But then I played for Tottenham. I played for QPR. I played for Liverpool. So you sort none of did of the things teams. that you shouldn't do as a Chelsea fan, right? Well, like none of them. Yeah, literally <laughs> yeah. no one, you know. So I went back there with teams that they hated and um, <laughs> got absolutely abused by those fans. And I was like, do you know what? I don't really resonate with this anymore. Yeah, this I'm not really feeling this it. This isn't my vibe now, guys. Yeah, 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 exactly. So the thing is, it's like I have a, obviously a big association to to Liverpool with Abby and mm, her family, mm. and I probably played the best years of my career there. But then also, also I started at, at QPR as well, and I think I always have a big affection for. I grew up in West London, near to Shepherd's Bush. QPR was my local team. I was there when I was nine years old. Um, so. Yeah, QPR. I'll, I'll take the I'll take the kids to go and see. Oh, nice! But He's a Liverpool fan. But, li- but, <laughs> He's a but, but I have a, I have a big allegiance to Liverpool as well. So it's a difficult. That's yeah. a hard question yeah, no, to that, answer. Do you know so. what it is? And I, I, you'd think it would be a straightforward answer, but given yeah, your career and, and your, you know, your your whole life has been football, it makes perfect sense. Mm. Alaya supports Arsenal, and her dad okay. is Chelsea. So you can imagine oh, because of where we live. We're North London, so a lot yeah. of her friends are Arsenal or Tottenham. And okay. yeah, she, her dad's Chelsea and he's convinced she's a Chelsea fan and they argue about it. It's a thing. It's, ah, a, it's, a, real, <laughs> it's a real thing. I think that's the hard thing as well. When the boys, and, and well, Sophia's been to a few games, mm. but when you want to take the boys to football as well, mm. yeah. it's hard to get to Liverpool all the time, isn't it? Well, that's so the thing. QPR that's what I think is QPR's like, like, like a, you know, we still live around that. You can have a southern, a southern team and a northern team. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I don't, a do you know what? If I was, of the parents. As a, as a kid, I mean, that would be that would be that's just a no-no. You've got one team for life. That's it. But having played the game, it just you know changes it. Makes it, for it you. a bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to me. You can have a northern one and a southern one. Every <laughs> football fan is like that. Is not how this works. That is not how it works. <laughs> my, my dad. My dad was. My dad's that Liverpool. He was even annoyed that our kids were being born in London. Oh, what? He was like. What? How, they have to support Liverpool. You can't, you can't be, be born in London. Like, he's so, like, that is so funny. Know, <laughs> he's die-harder. Right, here's your next one. Abby, I know you want Strictly Come Dancing and I know Pete can do the robot, but who's the better dancer? Who's oh. the better dancer? Mm. If push Good came question. to shove... Thing is, the thing is, I can answer this. Like, I, it's two different genres, you know. Ab, ab boring, ab boring, and I'm boring. Ab boring. Ab boring. Ab boring. Doesn't do the night feeds. She's boring. No, ab's uh, ab boring, and I'm just street. I'm just straight. I'm street dancer, you know. Oh, like, I, I, straight up street. <laughs> definitely the better dancer in our house. Um, Pete, I'd definitely say Pete was more good. confident. No, but he hasn't got one ounce of rhythm, so he's just I'm more gonna, of a break gonna, dancer, isn't it? Yeah, Pete? just more of a I'm break gonna back dancer. No, listen, Ab, Ab, in all seriousness, Ab on Strictly was unbelievable. Like she is an incredible dancer, incredible like, proper dancer. You know, she's a proper yeah. dancer. I just mess around. <laughs> Fair. You love you love. I do enjoy though, it. I do enjoy it. Yeah. So funny. Right here <laughs> comes your last one from Alaya. I know you have four children, but will you have five? Oh, oh she, she doesn't. I feel like I know the answer to this. She's not messing about. <laughs> she went straight in with the punch. <sighs> See, I, 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 I actually would rush. You, you are mad. But a, mad. It's, it goes back to the you can't give 
another child as enough one on one time. So right. that's the only reason I wouldn't. Plus, I'm so ill when I'm pregnant. That I literally don't think I could do that again. But I love newborn babies. I just love oh, them. Me too. I just like. But in in our life, I don't think there's space for any more for me right now. And I t- and I and I I get that what you're saying. Like you. You, you. I think you'll always. Do we always be? Bru- I think when you've made a baby and you have that yeah. newborn thing, and you, that'll always stay with you, won't it? Be careful, though, Rush, because that's what we said. We had our two <laughs> girls and a boy, and then um, nine months later, here you go. Give, there you go. Give, hey, hey, presto. Hey, presto. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I think I just think we're so fortunate to have four healthy children that, children. like, you know, I, the thought of having one more for me is. Definitely, though. No. Yeah. He actually said, because we got, we got um, a, a puppy last March, and Pete was like, if you literally bring one more living thing into this house, I'm going to leave. <laughs> He's like, I'm out of here. She, the thing is, she said, but you'll love it when we get it. And I said, yeah, but I don't need to love one another thing. I've got, like, I've got enough cool, love already. <laughs> there's love in the house. Like, <laughs> what, don't give it. me another thing to love. And He's the lying thing, on your feet here. That's what I'm saying. The thing don't is, listen, Jeffrey. No, because he loves me, but... I don't need another thing to love. I that is the quote of the series. <laughs> it really is. I I, and I, do you know what? I tell you, if if Marv was on the other end of this, he would be saying exactly the same thing. We've got our dog. We've got our kids. Because I was looking at having another puppy the other day, and he so was, was like, I. "No, no, yeah. no! What are you what are you thinking? I'm not doing all that again." Yeah. So yeah, but I, I just I think for me, I just I didn't really have pets when I was growing up. No, same. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like living all of my childhood pet wishes <laughs> through my kids, and then getting them, and it's not even for them; it's for me. It's like I was looking at these teacup goats the other day. Oh God! What teacup <laughs> goats? Oh my God! Right? Oh, they're like they're like the size goats. of a bunny. <laughs> and do they and do they grow bigger no. than that? Well, what? apparently not, but. We'll see. So <laughs> until you've got a full-on farm in your garden. Well, we did. We had we, we had the we had the two orphan lambs that I got, and I was bottle feeding them. So were you, Pete? You loved them. because you made me. I, I didn't want to. I don't want to be feeding goats with a bottle. Unfortunately, it was a sheep. Uh, was it a sheep? Do <laughs> sheep lambs? You guys, I have to tell you, you are taking parenting to a whole new level out here. That's so I love funny. it. This is why your life is chaos. <laughs> I have to, I have to take these baby lambs to the vet, and um, you didn't so, have to though. Suddenly, you didn't actually have to get them, so you didn't have to go to the vets. No, if you, if you just I, not got them, you would have been absolutely fine. I suddenly thought, oh my god, how am I going to get the baby in the car, and the la- and the lambs? So I had to literally put the lambs, oh, two baby lambs, the on lambs. the back seat and put Johnny and Jack in the car seats, and then my dad FaceTimed me and just went. Meh. He was like, what is going on? And I showed him I had like two babies and two lambs in the back of the Range Rover. Like, he's like, what the hell is going on? Madness. Now, guys, I want to do something that we call my little tips. As you say, it, there's there's a lot going on in your home, but you make it all work and you seem like you've got a real well-oiled machine going on. What would you say, let's get two tips from you. What would you say would be your best tip when it comes to running a busy house and having a busy family? 
See, my top tip would be to not get stressed out about what, what everyone else is doing. Do what works for you. You know, you can read the baby books. They're saying you've got to do this at this time and the baby's got to have this nap and da 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 Just do whatever works for you. Whatever makes your house less stressful and easier for you, just go with it. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. and I also, I also think as well, as much planning's great, but sometimes... But you don't think, do any of it? No, with the, with the babies and things like that, it's like... You know, if you if you're so fixed on a routine, I think sometimes it's you, worse. The, the worse for the for the for the kid. I think so. Because if you are, if you are out of that comfort zone, you know, what don't listen done? to the baby books, folks. Just let the kids do what they want. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is like, you know, uh, no, that, you're talking about when will I'm, you stop sorry. interrupting me. Sorry, I do do that a lot. <laughs> sorry, go on, talk. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, what I'm saying is, if you, you know, to, to set in a routine, like, you know, for us, what we did was, I think that the, the, the baby should fit around your schedule a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. so like, sometimes yeah. I think, you know, the, the parents are, are too focused on um, the baby's schedule, that they, 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 they don't yeah. do their own thing. I think it's, often yeah. with our children, we've always made them fit around us, and I think they are more adaptable and, and more easygoing because of it. Yeah. And they've come to, they've slot into your world rather than you creating a whole new world for yourself that would... Yeah, like, for, for example, if we were on holiday or whatever, we've got some friends who are like, take the baby up to the room and sit there for two hours while the baby has a nap and then they can't go out for dinner because the baby's got to go to bed at seven. And then if the baby's like... Is, misses is, it, misses that. <laughs> Rush, like, Rush, is, is that what you do, Rush? No, I don't. No. <laughs> like, we've got, like, sleep times, but I can do that yeah. in a buggy. I can, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah same. It, it's, it's making, I, I totally think you're right with that, Pete. And I think, because mm. I'm routine, but it's almost like having it be adaptable, like you say, and mm. having it f- fit to your life. Because I think, and I've seen it, as you say, with friends, you feel like you're failing when you set yourself up this rigid thing and life doesn't work like that when everything mm. always has to go to plan by the hour. So you do sort of set yourself up to fail. I mean, it's not failure, but it feels like failure because it's not sticking to this perfect routine. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I see it, like you say, on holidays. Like, like you say, the, the adults, or one of the adults will be sat in a room with the baby asleep, you know, and, and I'm on holiday and I'm like, I just don't understand it. And then obviously they don't come, ever come out for dinner Whereas our kids will come out of us for dinner and, you know, might go to sleep in the buggy or go to sleep in my arms, but they're, they're around us um, and they're, they're doing what we want to be doing. And, and like, yeah, and I think because of that, they've become less sort of nervy and, you know, a bit more chill. And are probably quite independent as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's yeah. not as if, you know, yeah. it's not like, there's obviously a balance, you know, you're not going to be going out till one, two in the morning with the kids, but... They're not in the club. No, they're in the club. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, going out for dinner, I think it's nice for the kids. I remember doing that with yeah. my mum and dad and it was some of the best times of my childhood yeah. being out late with my yeah. mum and dad. And, and, Absolutely. And, Old school. Yeah. I remember, I, I don't do this with mine, but I remember my mum... Because my mum was on her own with me, right? So she wanted to go out for dinner. She wanted to go somewhere and she couldn't get a babysitter. Or I would be out and having dinner and chilling with everybody. And then there would be two seats put together in the corner where she could see me and have someone's coat over me. And that was... And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. that turned out right. <laughs> the amount of family um, photographs I've got of me as a child asleep on that exact <laughs> chair bed you've just described. Chair, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's all part of it, isn't mm. it? I think, you did, like you say, just not putting 
too much pressure on your life being a whole new thing yeah, yeah, and yeah, just going it. with it. it. And then lastly, what would be your tips when it comes to finding time for your own life in the chaos? So how do you find time for you guys? That's the most difficult thing. I yeah, think, that's a, at the moment, because we've got a two-year-old, three-year-old, six, it, it, it's kind of hard. You know, it, it's, it's not like getting a babysitter for one. Yeah. Finding a babysitter for four is yeah, no impossible. No, no like, one wants to do it. It's too hard for me, mom, <laughs> to do all four just yeah. because, you know, it's hard for me to do on my own. Yeah, of course. And, you, and you're you, in you it. You need an extra set of hands. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for the last probably year, we are a bit like, right, we're on hold. We went to Isla White Festival. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. I saw that on Instagram. It looked And that was just incredible. An, an incredible time yeah. where obviously everyone's been in lockdown and, you know, to be in a group again and mm. dancing and seeing all your friends. It was just, that kind of felt like a reset, didn't it? Yeah, no, it's just about scheduling in. Like, it's got, it's just got to happen. Otherwise, you know, you don't, you're not, we're not the same as a couple, are we? Like, no. so it's got, it's just got to happen. You just have to make time, which is difficult. And it might, you might go one week without doing it, but if you can try and do it once, twice a week, then I, yeah. think, that's, I think it's the most important we, thing. We used to go, let's have a date night and go to the cin- cinema, and the two of us would be, like, snoring our heads off in the cinema because we'd be so <laughs> the tired. The film's watching you by the end of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, literally. Basically, yeah. Or then we we go for dinner, and the whole night we'd spend looking at photographs of the, on the phone. Of the kids. Of, of our kids. Yeah. Going, oh, look at this one. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I've got a cute one. Look at this. Yeah. But even on our 10-year anniversary, Pete, like, booked... An amazing hotel in London. Mm. He organised to be so special. He organised a chef to cook for us. He had a lovely terrace. Rosh, we ended up getting a KFC <laughs> and watching the tennis in bathrobes <laughs> and went to bed. And we were asleep by 10 o'clock. Do you know what? It was just ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, but if you can still do that and you still, well, that, it doesn't all have to be fancy this. And, you know, the fact that you oh, can no. still do that and that's nice after all these years is, do you know what I mean? That's yeah. a good relationship right there. Mm. Yeah. For sure. Thank you, guys. Oh, no, that was good fun. Apart from you, sir, I don't bloody never done a night feed, which is a total lie. No, you, you have done one, I remember. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How lovely was that? A big thank you to Peter and to Abby. Such a brilliant conversation. And always nice to hear real honesty when it comes from parents. I'll be back again next week with another wonderful guest. So make sure you follow My Little Coco podcast wherever you get your podcasts to guarantee that you get the latest episodes as soon as they are available. Also, leave a comment to let me know your thoughts on the episode. Thanks again to my sponsor Boots and of course, as always, to you lovely lot for listening. For more helpful products and inspiration on all things baby, you can visit boots.com. And if you aren't already a member, you can sign up to Boots Parenting Club today and receive eight Boots Advantage card points for every one pound you spend on baby products, excluding infant's milk. And as well as all of that, there's amazing free gifts and tailored advice from pregnancy and beyond.